when I would commend people and when I would denounce people, that was the most popular feature of the program. Such as it is, that remains the case today as we tell you who needs to be a recipient of this week's The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciation. I must begin by denouncing San Jose, California, the most expensive major U.S. city based on the average cost of monthly expenses. This is a report put together by uh, a bill pay service. And they released the top 50 U.S. Metro's household spend report for last year. And it broke down the comparative household costs across the 50 largest cities in the country, uh, according to the census. And the report looks at mortgage, rent, auto loan, utilities, auto insurance, cable, health insurance, mobile phone, alarm, life insurance. I thought for sure New York was going to be number one or maybe San Francisco. New York's number five. San Francisco's number two. San Jose, California, is the most expensive major city based on household expenses. So if you're looking to save some money, stay out of San Jose. That's my advice to you. And for those of you who are in San Jose or San Jose itself, I mean, if you go there and you know the stakes, then that's on you. But for San Jose, I do denounce you. I must also denounce... The vandal or vandals that thought it was appropriate to vandalize the Russian consulate here in New York. You know, the president is being criticized, and I understand why, but the president's being criticized for some comments that he made on Thursday, which are 100% true. The president went and said that we are closer than ever to nuclear war. Now, his analysis of the situation is correct, but... His solution, I think, is faulty. What he should be doing is try to take the temperature down, use a little diplomacy. And matters, as we're on the precipice of nuclear war, the closest we've been to blowing the world up since the Cuban Missile Crisis, I can't see how any moron, and I don't like to call anybody a name, but I can't see how any moron would think it's appropriate to vandalize another nation's consulate. But sure enough, East 91st Street, and just off 5th Avenue, one thirty in the morning on Friday, they vandalized the facade of the, build- of the building. No words were visible, just wide streaks of red paint sprawled across the ground floor facade of the building, covering windows and a set of double doors. Now, Part of this, I guarantee you, is because the American media is spoon-feeding you a constant diet of Russia-phobia, and you're hearing how terrible Russia is. And I don't know, I would never vandalize anything, okay? I don't care if it's a country's consulate or a statue of somebody that I don't like or whatever. What's to be gained by vandalism? So, to this vandal or vandals... I do denounce you. I must also denounce the United States Army. It kills me to do it. I've known a lot of people that are Army veterans. I have a lot of respect for the Army. My grandfather, my namesake, served in the Army. Purple Heart winner in World War II. Uh, It turns out, though, that the Army Medical Research and Development Command has quietly... 
result of OJ, has quietly allowed shooting cats and dogs for wound experiments despite a 1983 Defense Department ban on the practice, according to a policy update that was obtained by the New York Post. While the change was made as early as 2020, it's being publicized for the first time after the Army Command turned aside a bid by PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, to find out how many such experiments had been conducted since the switch. This new policy, as the Vice President of PETA said, this new policy wasn't highlighted or publicly announced in great fanfare. They most likely would not want the PR nightmare that would ensue should this information be released. Well, let me get this out there. I want everybody to know that the Army is killing dogs and cats as part of these experiments. And that's horrific. They should not be doing that. So United States Army, well, more specifically, the Army Medical Research and Development Command, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the New York City Council, well, more specifically, whoever runs social media for the New York City Council, in a blunder that clearly showed a lack of knowledge surrounding Jewish culture, the New York City Council confused Yom Kippur with Hanukkah in a social media post showing a menorah. The post from the New York City Council featured Happy Yom Kippur alongside an image of a menorah, which was wrongly placed. Now, I don't know a lot about Jewish holidays. Even I know a menorah is for Hanukkah. How do you not know that? Come on. I do denounce you. They have apologized, so. But come on, how can you be so dense? What are they going to do for Christmas? Have an Easter basket up there? I also want to denounce the state of Hawaii, our 50th state. According to a study from, um, let's see, who did this study? I can't find the entity that did it, but. It was a study, a wallet hub. Of course, it's our friends at wallet hub. They're always the one that do these studies. I should, I should never even doubt myself that it's always wallet hub. So wallet hub released a report of the best and worst states for teachers. And sure enough, Hawaii is the worst state in the entire country for teachers. So they are having a rough time. They rank last on the, la- on the list of best states for teachers making it the worst state in the country, the state with the lowest salary for teachers. The average starting salary is the lowest. And on top of that, teachers have to deal with COVID-related issues and the learning loss that comes with that. At the start of this year, more than 1,000 Hawaii public school teachers were out. There were also hundreds of unfilled substitute teacher positions. There's staffing shortages like crazy that's contributed to major learning loss there. So uh, they compared not just salary, but work environment and uh, all sorts of other things. And sure enough, Hawaii was the worst state in the entire country for teachers. I also have to denounce Hakeem Allen. Hakeem is not a dream. He's a nightmare. This is a Louisiana person who is a drug dealer. Now, okay, people make life choices I agree with, don't agree with. I don't like people that are drug dealers in general. But 
this is a 27-year-old man. Do you know how he would do his drug dealing? In church. This guy would go to church and deal drugs in church. This is horrible. And serious drugs. We're not talking marijuana here. We're talking fentanyl, heroin. With a firearm, we would walk into church with heroin and fentanyl and all sorts of other drugs armed while people are trying to pray, learn a little bit more about God, and he would be dealing drugs. To me, this guy deserves not only to go to prison, but to go to hell. That's terrible. So, Hakeem Allen, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the Fairfax County Police. And I hate to denounce any police department. But um, what they have done here is really confounding. There's a woman, a Northern Virginia mother, just a plain old regular lady, innocent law-abiding mother in Northern Virginia. And the Fairfax County Police Department, officers with this department intentionally rammed into her car over the weekend with her children inside and handcuffed her. Why? Because the police, <laughs> the police thought she was someone else. Now, she's asking the same question that I'm asking and everybody else is asking. Now, let's say she, she was a horrible person or they thought she was a horrible person. After all, mistakes happen. Why would you just not turn on your sirens and pull her over? Why would your first move be to ram this woman off the road with her children in the car? She's on her way to Walmart to get groceries on a Saturday afternoon. She's with her five-year-old daughter and her and her one-year-old son and a friend of the son. And they notice a police car trailing them. Then it pulled up alongside them. When they reached the intersection to turn left onto the Walmart parking lot, the patrol cars suddenly converged on Kimball's car and one cruiser struck the car head on. At no point did they just say the words, pull over. Which, as a law-abiding citizen, she clearly would have done. So I feel terrible. I mean, if this was, if this was my one-year-old in the car, forget about it. I don't know that I'd be as restrained as this woman. They handcuffed this woman and her friend, put her kids in a police car, draw guns at her. Again, this is a woman that's done nothing wrong. Drew, draw guns at her and her friend from both sides of the car, aiming guns at her like she's uh, El Chapo. And as she posted, Miss Kimball, uh, Jamie Kimball, she posted a video of this on social media. It's been viewed thousands of times. Um, and she said, and I really relate to this, I'm still very angry and more than anything hurt because I teach my children that the police are supposed to protect us and that if they need anything, they can call them for help. Imagine what that does to a five-year-old, uh, that early image of police ramming your car off the road without any prior warning and drawing guns at your mother and, and taking her away when she's done nothing wrong? I mean, this is, a, this is a kid who's going to be traumatized for life because of the actions of the Fairfax County Police Department. So whatever the rules and the, and the procedures are for the Fairfax County Police, I think they need some updating. Until then, I do denounce you. 
I must announce Kevin Nesland, a Geneva County, Alabama man who has been shining lasers at military helicopters from uh, from South County Road. Federal law prohibits shining lights directly into the cockpit of an aircraft as it can cause the pilot to become disoriented or lose visibility. So this guy was shining lasers into military helicopters like crazy. What do you think is going to happen? One of them's going to crash. So through a stakeout operation, the officers apprehended this fellow and arrested him. And he was also charged with resisting arrest. I don't know the circumstances. Maybe that's who they thought Jamie Kimball was. They thought he was actually, uh, she was actually Kevin Neslin. Uh, penultimately, I want to denounce the postal workers, not all of them, because you know what a defender I am of the Postal Service, the postal workers in New York and New Jersey who engaged in a $1.3 million fraud and identity theft scheme. Sure enough, three postal employees are among the four people arrested in connection with this incredibly brazen scheme carried out in New York and New Jersey over the last four years. There's another five people facing charges in connection with the case, and they remain at large. What they would do is they would steal credit cards from the mail and use them to buy merchandise at all sorts of stores, including high-end retailers. Then they would sell some of the merchandise on the website LuxurySnob.com. So the postal workers involved with this, Devon Richards, Nathaniel Focault, and Jonathan Purseau, uh, oh, and uh, Fabiola Mompoint, they've been arrested and um, they're horrible people that uh, I think give all the postal employees a bad name. And finally, I must announce the Saint Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. I am waiting for the rest of the world to see that this guy has no clothes. But sure enough, the rest of the world starts, except for um, Tucker Carlson and one and a few other people. They just fawn over this guy like crazy. And um, Zelensky is doing whatever he can to start a nuclear war. And I recognize his country was attacked. Okay. But he actually, on Thursday, well, actually the previous day, Wednesday, suggested that NATO should launch preventative strikes on Russia to rule out any Russian use of nuclear weapons. I want you to understand what he's actually suggesting. And if you get blown up in a nuclear war, um, as the bombs are coming down, be sure to send a thank you note to Vladimir Zelensky. So what he's suggesting is that in order to defend a country that's not in NATO, which we are not bound by any treaty to defend, we should... Actually, NATO should actually go and preemptively attack Russian nuclear facilities. The country, which, as Richard Bay pointed out, corrected me, I thought it was the second largest stockpile of nuclear weapons in the world. He was right. It's the largest stockpile of nuclear weapons in the world. He wants us to go and preemptively attack Russian nuclear facilities to defend a country that is not even in NATO. I mean, come on. What is the, who is this guy kidding? Vladimir Zelensky, I do denounce you. All right. If you have comments, 
on anybody that I have denounced, you're welcome to give me a call, 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 